Hello and welcome to the first VNS podcast. The name is not final as of now, but just for now, the VNS cast or Q&A with VNS. You'll see what it's called when this is out, but hello, I'm Brandon. I'll be a kind of moderator for this podcast. And in this podcast, we'll be talking about all things mental health and helpful tips for, for the youth out there who need help. And I'm not the one who's going to be giving these tips or answering the questions because we have a lot of amazing counselors here at VNS, Victory Neighborhood Services. And I'm just going to be asking these questions and they'll have some stuff to say and it'll be a, it'll be a good time overall. And hopefully after this, you'll be tuning in to all the other ones. So let's, let's get it started. I'm here with Joshua. Thank you very much, Brandon, for introducing me and sort of talking a bit about what we're going to do today. So the first thing that I would like to talk about is the difference between you statements and I statements. And it's often said that it's not what you say, but how you say it. And I think this is a really good sort of illustration of that. So a you statement to offer an example of that would be you spend a lot of money carelessly and you don't really keep track of it. So you don't watch your budget. And you can convert that to an I statement by saying, when you spend money on all of these extra items, it makes me feel nervous and stressed. So the thing that I want to point out there is that you're in both statements, you're kind of communicating the same idea, right? You're basically, you are pointing out that you know, too much money is being spent on things that you don't need to spend so much money on. But in the first statement, you're putting the emphasis on the you. So you're saying you're the problem, you're spending money. And in the second statement, you're saying, you're putting the emphasis back on yourself. So you're basically saying, I feel this way when you do something. And I think this, the sort of distinction between you statements and I statements is a very helpful distinction to keep in mind when you are talking with someone about how they feel. So you always wanna be using I statements. So you don't want to be putting the emphasis on them by saying you're doing something and you do this and this happens, you wanna say, when you do this, I feel a certain way. And just by replacing a lot of your you statements with I statements, it's guaranteed, guaranteed to make any interaction go a lot smoothly, whether you're in a counseling session or even if you're just hanging out with friends or really in any sort of interaction that you have a lot of people and you're trying to discuss something. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. And you had one other thing you wanted to talk about? Yep. So one of the other things that as a counselor, I find very helpful is to keep in mind the distinction between open-ended and closed-ended questions. So one of the things that is often challenging when you're doing counseling work is you want to sort of get a conversation going with the other person. And sometimes that person might not be that open to having that conversation. So you kind of have to decide, okay, am I going to use closed-ended questions or open-ended questions? So a closed-ended question is kind of like, you know, it's kind of like that test, the question that you might get on your exam where it's either yes or no, and you can circle one or the other. So basically a closed-ended question might be, did you go to school today? So there's obviously you either didn't go to school or you did go to school, right? So it's either yes or no. And for me, I find closed-ended questions are very helpful early on in the counseling session because basically 
the person can kind of commit to responding, but they don't have to say anything else after they give their answer. So, you know, you could say, um, do you like the weather today? And someone could say yes or no. And that way you're kind of getting the person to open up, but you're, they don't have to say much to start off with. And open-ended open -ended questions are more helpful maybe later on in the counseling session when you feel the person has warmed up because that way it kind of induces them to talk more about how they feel or how they think about something. So the classic open-ended question that as a counselor I like to use would be, why do you feel this way? So in that case, you can't just respond by saying yes or no or some other one-word answer. You're kind of forced to elaborate how you feel. So really the point that I'd like to make is that open-ended and closed-ended questions are both very valuable tools for a counselor and they can be used in different ways. The closed-ended questions might be used earlier on in the session to basically um, sort of just warm the person up and the open-ended questions are definitely more useful for getting the person to explain how they feel about a certain way, which is obviously very helpful in the counseling session when they want to discuss what's bothering them or what's on their mind. Now we have our sent in question from one of our followers on Instagram who if you want to send in a question, we will not say your name. It is completely anonymous and it's a safe space. So if you have any questions, we have our Instagram and I'm going to be posting a way to make it even more anonymous so we don't even see your name when you send it. But please send us questions because we're going to be answering them weekly. So here's a question we got this week. How do you cope with feelings of anxiety around going back to school in person after a dramatic bit of time with online learning and all this stuff and the Delta variant. How, how do you cope with that kind of thing? Yeah, so that's definitely a very valid concern. And the first thing that I would like to say to anyone who feels that way is that you are definitely not alone. And they're, you know, you're probably in the majority really, because, you know, people have been at home and doing this sort of mix of online in person, but mostly online for almost one and a half years now which, which is kind of hard to believe as an aside. But if you're anxious about going back to school, then the thing that I would recommend doing is maybe talking about those feelings with either a friend or a parent or someone else you trust. So really just try to elaborate what makes you feel anxious about going back to school. So do you feel anxious about the work? So I know a lot of people going to high school or going to college might be feeling anxious about the workload. So maybe just talking to others, you know, why, what is really the source of anxiety? What's the thing that makes you anxious about going to school? Is it the people that you're going to meet? Is it the, maybe the new environment? So are you going to a new school? Is it the workload? So once you've identified what the source of anxiety is, then the next thing to do would maybe be explaining what makes you feel that way. So why does that thing that causes you to feel anxious about going back to school, why does that make you feel anxious? So why does the workload make you feel anxious? Um, why do you feel anxious about seeing your classmates again? So really the two things that I would recommend is identifying the one factor or the multiple factors that make you feel anxious about going back to school and then trying to pinpoint what about those factors or what about school itself that makes you feel anxious. And 
whenever the, the most important thing or one of the most important things to keep in mind is that you're not alone and that a lot of people are definitely feeling anxious about, you know, going back to school and maybe with this different restrictions and the Delta variant. So I think maybe taking comfort in knowing that we're all kind of in the same boat would definitely be helpful as well. All right. That's awesome. Thank you for your time today, Josh. And thank you today for everyone listening to this. It's our first podcast, so bear with any audio issues and stuff. We are over Zoom, so it might not be the best quality always, but the quality of the words are where it comes in. So thank you for listening. Please follow us on Instagram at VNS underscore Ajax and tune in every week to this because this will be a weekly thing. And I hope you enjoy today, and we'll see you later. Thank you so much, and thank you, Joshua. Thank you, Brandon. All right. Have a good day, everybody.